You are now listening to Vibe Selection with Kyra, where you can get the real on today's hot topics. Well, welcome everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Vibe Selection. I am your host, Kyra, and on today's episode, I have a very special guest that I want to introduce by the name of Nazim Siegel. How are you doing today, Ms. Nazim? I'm doing great, Kyra. Thank you so much for having me today. Absolutely. No problem. So I'm very intrigued by your bio and what you do. So you're a life coach that started, that is also a numerologist. So tell me a little bit about, about, about your background and how you got started. Absolutely. I would love to. So yeah, basically I'm, I'm really a numerologist that became a life coach. <laughs> so, wow. um, but it, you know, just like anything in life, um, there's no straight path. Um, my father is a master numerologist from India. He's born there. Um, he spent his youth and, um, young adulthood there learning about numerology and all the secrets, you know, that, uh, he could glean from that. Uh, and he basically uh, came to America, uh, when he was in his, um, you know, 19, 20 years of age. And um, he, you know, got married to my mom eventually and, and had kids and so forth. Well, it was after that they had split up. So I was about uh, six or seven years old that he um, started to introduce me to numerology. And at that time, he was really trying to understand and create and develop his own style because he felt like there was so much more to numerology than what was offered at that time. And we're talking, you know, the 80s and um, early 90s when before the Internet, pre-Internet. <laughs> so long story short, I've really been doing numerology uh, under my dad's tutelage since I was about eight, uh, seven or eight years old. And he eventually designed and created his own personal style that's proprietary. You're not going to find it in any book or in any uh, online you know, program out there. And so it was something that I had always done growing up and my family, of course, knew about it. And I would kind of play around with it and I got really good at it at a young age. And um, unfortunately, I had some early encounters, um, you know, when I was in my preteen age, age range where uh, people were really skeptical and mean. And I had one incident in particular that really scared me about talking about numerology publicly. So I just kind of retreated and I just kind of kept it within the circle of my family and close friends. But I always utilized it in any anything that I ever did. So fast forward, um, I became a real estate professional in Texas and I was doing pretty good um, business doing that. I really started getting at getting passionate about helping people um, because again, it's something I've always really done with the numerology and long story short, I, I went from running a successful uh, real estate business to helping other people be more successful in their real estate businesses. I just got, you know, a, a real joy out of, out of being able to help others, I guess. So I decided, well, you know, this is like 2016, early 2016. I was like, you know, what, I'm just going to leave real estate and I'm going to go immerse myself in coaching and really figure out what this stuff is. And from there, I went to the University of Texas in Dallas. They have a um, really phenomenal year long um, ICF accredited coaching program. And it's part of their graduate program, actually, for people in their business um, 
um, business degrees. So I went ahead and did that. I had a phenomenal experience there. Um, and I decided through a course of just some happy accidents, I guess, that I would really start to see how I could possibly integrate the two, the numerology and the coaching together. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how it all evolved. And from there forward, I started to study neuroscience as it relates to coaching. And so I have dual brain certifications in neuroscience uh, related to coaching. And uh, I've been able to finally integrate all of these wonderful things together. And uh, so that's really the evolution. That's a very high level. Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost 40 years old, so I hope that's <laughs> high level enough. But yeah, that's where I am now. And I'm, I'm utilizing it, um, numerology, in my coaching practice and Thankfully, I'm, I'm so excited that uh, the International Coaching Federation has selected me um, as a, a winner. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. They've selected me to talk about my uh, program within the uh, advanced conference, the 2020 advanced conference, which is pretty spectacular, you know, for someone who went from being afraid to talk about it publicly to now being on the global stage talking about how it can really help people. Yeah, it definitely paid off. And like you said, it can help others through their life. So I want to ask, what exactly, for those who are not familiar with numerology, what exactly is numerology? And how do you use it in your approach when you're giving life coach lessons to people? Yeah, great question. So (laughs) what is it? Um, (laughs) It's, uh, you know, it really is an amazing science of people's birth dates when they were born and the energy that's present at the time of their birth. I I call it the breath of life. So at that moment that you're born into this world, the energy surrounding you at that moment, and it does integrate with um, the planet's energy in the solar system and how it affects uh, the vibration of what's happening um, as, as we exist here on this planet. Um, so you take that information and from that, you're able to really glean a lot about the individual. You're, you're really able to get greater perspective on not only what their natural tendencies might be in life, but what some of the challenges and life lessons are in front of them. And then numerology gives me the why to so many people's you know, what, 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 what's, you know, the universe or what's God trying to teach me by having to struggle through this COVID right now. Right. Well, I can see the why, well, here's why. And so that why question is, um, is really, you know, it's, it's kind of what drives people at the end of the day. Um, and they, they really are able to, again, get, get, get so much information. I'm sorry. I'm like stumbling over my words. Um, So they're able to learn so much from numerology um, just by looking at the numbers. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And, you know, I want to say that a lot of this has a lot of stigma to it, like numerology, astrology, uh, being a clairvoyant. I actually had one of the latest episodes that I had. It was called The Reality of a Clairvoyant. And there was a few guests that I had on One was an astrologer. Another one was a clairvoyant psychic medium. And another one would just kind of come into her own transition to the spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. And like you said, there's so many stigmas against it. And people think it's kind of something that is demonic that really isn't. 
and that God is versed in all of this. So if people just kind of take the time to just try to better understand that, you know, everything is connected in some sort of way that, you know, it can help you a lot. You know, astrology and numerology and what you do is sort of like a tool for you to help guide people. And I think that that is absolutely amazing. So that leads me into my next question is, do you feel like you get a lot of people that are stuck in their own personal lives when you're trying to coach them? Are some people kind of reluctant for your help and guidance? Like, even though they're coming to you, some may not be willing to do the work that you have for them in order to be successful. Mm, yeah, great question. So I'm very fortunate in my business, um, you know, as the numerology coach, because people come to me wanting transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not forced into coaching. Whereas in a lot of business or corporate settings, when they have coaches on staff, you know, there may be people that don't want to be coached. And so in, in that respect, I haven't had too much um, uh, resistance in terms of wanting to go through the the coaching process and and really seeking that transformation for my clients. Mm -hmm. Um, There are times when people get to a very deep place in the coaching and uh, they're scared. They, you know, they're like afraid of the unknown or they don't really want to know the answer. And so then they'll start flashing up. uh, Well, I can't, or I don't want to, or um, they'll shut down or they'll just, you know, start, putting up their safety blocks uh, or their, uh, you know, roadblocks that they have in their life. That's when you really revert back to your survival nature. And so generally um, people are really willing to go with the flow, but sometimes things do come up that are a little bit deeper and a little bit, like, Ooh, do I really want to go there? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But eventually people do and they, they get to the other side of that emotional hill, if you will. And they realize, you know, it wasn't that bad. And I'm so much better now for, for journeying through, you know? Exactly. It's all about taking risks and finding your life's purpose. Exactly. Do you feel like there is like a difference in your approach when you're coaching men or women, or do you feel like it's kind of the same? Like, do you mm. feel like some men are a little bit more resistant compared to women? I know you said that people yeah. usually come to you willing to, you know, seek out your help. But, you know, is there a difference between your approach between men and women? You know, I would say that there is not a specifically a different approach between the genders. But there, you know, coaching is such a personal experience, even uh, with the numerology and, you know, being able to kind of see universally what's going on. Um, it is really a, it's, it's custom to each individual. I'll say that. Um, because each individual has their own needs at that moment that they arrive in the coaching world in the coaching setting. And, um, for that reason, I try to meet the client where they are at and not try to force them into some, you know, mechanical way of, okay, this is what we're going to do here and here and here. Um, you know, so I, I would say it's very custom and personalized. Mm-hmm. That's great. So do you feel like there's, a, uh, what are your experiences with dealing with people that are maybe a little bit younger coming to you from this for assistance compared to someone that is a little bit more seasoned or a little bit more older in age? Do you feel like younger people uh, struggle a little bit more with finding their life purpose compared to people of age? You know, I, I love that question because 
You know, Kyra, I think what I really notice is that younger people, uh, and I am at the very beginning of the millennial generation. I was born in 1981. So I'm kind of right on the cusp there. But I find that younger people tend to, um, they, they tend to be more worried about what other people think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tend to really have kind of the residual influence, I guess, of their upbringing at that point. Uh, whereas people who have had more experience and more, um, you know, self-awareness sometimes just through, you know, you just do through the decades, you just grow and learn more. Um, but they still have similar challenges. It's just that their perspectives are slightly altered and that they're usually at the point where they're like, I just don't care what other people think anymore. I'm ready to make myself happy. Mm-hmm. Whereas younger people tend to be, well, I got to make my parents happy because this is what they, this is what their expectation is of me. Um, and so that would be the transition that I would say I could identify as being the most difference. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I will say, you know, my personal experiences, um, I was definitely taught to do what I love, but however, do what you love if it's financially beneficial for you. So if you're going into a situation like this, such as, you know, what I'm in podcasting where, you know, in the beginning, the financial aspect is not always there. And Mm -hmm. it's about you really taking that time to build yourself in order to, you know, succeed. And so, you know, I had to let go of that worry about what other people thought I should be doing and if it's financially beneficial to me and instead worrying about what my true passion is in life. And letting that go. And I think that's hard for a lot of people to be vulnerable in that way. So I think that that is definitely a great point that you make about that. And it's definitely true to a lot of people that are, you know, growing up in the millennial times. So it's kind of sad. It's just staying true to who you are ultimately, you know. Well, it is. And that's that's such a, um, a wonderful statement, staying true to who you are. But that is also where a lot of the confusion comes. Mm-hmm. Because when you think who you are is, I'm, I'm Kyra, I'm making my parents happy. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really a foggy place to be. Because then you, you start to move in a direction that you realize, you know, maybe 10 or 15 years later on that you're like, well, was that really me? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that what I, my point in saying that is that, you know, the, again, numerology and the coaching is kind of like an onion. It really helps people peel back the layers of what other people want or what society wants uh, from me versus who am I at the core? And that's what I am able to help them answer is who am I at the core? And then you start working your way out from that point. Mm-hmm. That's great. So what are some examples of the success stories you've had when coaching people through life using, you know, numerology? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for instance, um, there's one client I'm thinking about. She was um, in the process of leaving her corporate job. And she really had a very tremendous um, personal life experience uh, related to an illness uh, that she was able to overcome. And she had been considering uh, using 
her story as um, a jumping block, I guess, to go into a new direction and write a book and do things of that nature. And so um, I actually at that time did not tell her that I was using numerology. But in my coaching practice, um, I do ask for people's, you know, a little bit of background information before we get started. So I was able to do her chart beforehand and I could really see some of the influences that were happening around her in that moment of transition. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to use that information for myself um, and guide the client through a somatic experience during our coaching session. So it was a mind, body and spiritual experience for her. Mm-hmm. And so through that process, um, she was feeling so much more confident. She actually was able to observe the blocks that were really holding her back from moving forward and taking that leap of faith and leaving her corporate job and writing that book. And uh, it really didn't take that long. And we were able to kind of revitalize and uh, you know get her excited about moving forward and she had everything she needed in place but there was just this one thing that was holding her back so we were able to break through and uh, she has now written her book it's published and it's she's been doing all kinds of tours and uh, doing really well in her business her new business because of it she left her corporate job about a year ago and so for me that was a huge success uh, because i was again able to utilize that tool the numerology as a way to guide the client in a sense where I I could really see beyond some of the layers that were taking place within the coaching world or coaching session. Mm -hmm. Um, Now in in a more explicit sense, I have had a client um, earlier this year, actually, before COVID really uh, started becoming an issue here in the U.S. It was around January uh, timeframe. And she and her husband had made plans to quit their jobs and move to Europe. And uh, so we had a numerology session before we did any coaching. I kind of use the numerology sometimes as a personal assessment. So uh, for any of you out there that have ever done a DISC assessment or Hogan or Myers-Briggs or Enneagram. So I use it as an assessment. And then we take that information and the language from that assessment. And we utilize that in the coaching um, experience. So, um, Kyra, long story short, we had a session and I really was able to look at some of the energy that was around her at that time and her husband. And I I told her, I said, listen, I know that you've already sold your house. Uh, You're planning on quitting your jobs. Um, But I see that there's going to be some uh, energy around you that's really going to prohibit you from making this a full transition to Europe. I mean, they were, they'd already had their passports ready to go. They got their visas. They were on their way to the embassy to get their, uh, you know, residency cards. And, um, she was like, okay, okay. So we had a long conversation around that. I told her that, you know, I really didn't feel like that was actually going to be something that happened. I actually could see her moving two or three times uh, within the next 12 months that it wasn't going to be as stable until the fall and so forth. And that was all stuff I gleaned from the numerology. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, um, you know, we had a few coaching sessions, but she, she and her husband ended up on their own uh, deciding not to move. Uh, for reasons that uh, related to her child and, and being away from family and so forth. And um, they ended up moving a couple times and um, they had a temporary move and then another uh, temporary move as they were building a house here in the U.S. And long story short, um, she really was just amazed. Uh, she's She called me not too long ago. She actually gave me a really wonderful testimonial. And um, she said, I just didn't believe it 
you know, during our, our numerology session, she was like, I, I was thinking in the back of my head, oh yeah, Nassim, that's not the way it's going to go down. You just don't understand. And then she said, sure enough, within 30 days, things started to fall into place similar to how I had described. And she was just more aware of that energy um, during that time. And so it, it made it a smoother ride for her is what I, I think happened. Um, so things like that do happen frequently. Um, Ann Betts, who is um, the provocateur, she's uh, organized the ICF Advanced 2020 program, and she's known throughout the coaching world as a uh, neuroscience specialist when it comes to comes to the coaching. And she and I actually had a, a session, and we, you know, we went through some things that were going on in her life at that time. And I told her what my thoughts were based on the energy that I saw in her chart. And it was a similar situation where she thought, okay, well, this has been fun, but I don't really see things happening that way in the same. Um, and then sure enough, within, you know, 60 to 90 days, she gave me a wonderful testimonial. And she said, I just can't believe, you know, how everything has just fallen into place. Like, just like you said it would. So again, that's the fun stuff, but what it really does again, is it some of the numerology that you you experience can help you say, okay, well, I'm going through this challenge right now. What's the lesson here? What, what is the energy around? What is this trying to tell me right now? You know? Um, and, and I think when people start to look at life challenges as micro lessons, um, and they become appreciative of the, the answers that are in front of them in that moment. If they stop stressing out and trying to, be in control everything and they just let go and be part of the flow. Mm -hmm. um, I think that is really the secret sauce to why numerology and coaching works so beautifully together. Yeah, that's a, that's a marriage I would never think would correlate, but like you said, it marriages so well together. And it's one thing when you're, you know, coaching people through their lives and kind of, you know, giving them advice on kind of how they should do things. But it's another aspect when, like you said, you're putting in the numerology when you're sitting down and saying, OK, this is what your chart looks like. And ultimately, you can choose to do these things. But if you go this way, it, things may work a little better for you. So mm -hmm. I, yeah. I think that that works out definitely really well. Yeah. And Kyra, I'm sure there's people listening to your podcast that are going to be like, OK, well, I still don't get it. And, you know, this still doesn't seem like a relevant thing. Um, but the way I try to tell people about numerology is, you know, when you think about the sun and the moon, right? The sun and the moon uh, pull, uh, have different energy vibrations and they, they actually pull the ocean tides. They, they, they dictate the current in the ocean and humans are made up of like 65 or 70% water. So you're telling me that the sun and the moon can dictate how the ocean is going to flow, but it's not going to affect the human being, you know, like what makes you so so sure about that. Um, so when we realize that, you know, although we think we're the center of the universe at all times, every individual does, right? <laughs> That's part of the human nature. That's part of the ego. The reality is that we are connected. We are part of this earth. We are not separate from the earth. And uh, when you start to flow in the river of life and you just let go and you start to see things more as interchangeable opportunities and moments of um, awareness, 
that's when things are really going to start opening up and being so much smoother for you. But if you decide, I don't want to go with the flow, I want to fight the tide, I want to go the direction I want to go, that's when you're going to start encountering challenges that you're going to be miserable and you're not going to be able to let go of things and you're not going to be able to forgive and to love freely. You know, all those things become uh, challenges. And so it's, it's numerology does help you get back into the flow of life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what did you ever face any personal challenges in your life when finding your life's purpose? I know you're doing the life coaching numerology, but was there a time period in your life before all of this happened that you were, you know, not too sure about what it is that you wanted to do in your life? as a career or as a passion or as anything. Yeah. No, I've had huge challenges. Are you kidding? (laughs) Yeah, everything's been great. I've been sitting on a mountain, right? (laughs) Oh, life. No. (laughs) No, Listen, my, my assuredness and my confidence in making these statements today doesn't come from a naive place. Okay. I, I really have had a lot of really difficult things uh, and challenges come up in my life. I mean, my, my goodness, um, you know, from the time I was about six or seven years old, I was struggling with un- undiagnosed at that time, but it was post-traumatic stress disorder due to a very violent um, encounter that we had with someone who had uh, broken into our home. Mm-hmm. And from that point um, forward until my mid-20s, I was struggling with all kinds of depression and uh, you know, post-traumatic stress type of issues, including, you know, nightmares and Um, you know, suicidal tendencies and so forth. And so, yeah, there is a lot of disruption there. And then just this feeling of never really being sure uh, if I could talk about the things that I felt on a spiritual level. So I I definitely, if I go back to what I said earlier, and that I find young people tend to want to really accommodate people around them more than be true to themselves, because they may not even know who they truly are at that point. And I would say that I've only been able to climb the mountain and get to the other side because I was willing to do the work myself. Um, you don't go through that kind of trauma as a young adult. And, you know, even as a mature adult, you don't go through that kind of trauma and come out of it uh, without some huge awareness. And so, yeah, definitely I've had challenges with knowing, should I do this? I'm the biggest skeptic in the world. Let me tell you. So yeah, should I do this? You know, even bringing it into the coaching world, are people going to judge me? Is this going to be accepted? And then at some point you're like, you know what? This is who I am. And there's 7 billion people in the world. I'm one of of many, many other people. And, you know, some people are going to love it and some people are going to not. So I'm okay with that. Mm Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So tell me about any upcoming projects you got going on. I know that you also have a uh, holistic numerology and guidebook with an online online course um, that you have coming out. When should everybody be expecting that to launch? Yes. So thank you for that. Um, Yeah. So I am actually in the process right now of videotaping an online course to help people who want to learn about numerology and uh, start incorporating it into their life and whether it's just for fun or if they want to actually start utilizing it. Um, that's going to hopefully be launched, um, either at the end of November or early December. So if, if they want to go to my website, the numerology coach.com, uh, they can sign up for the newsletter that we have and I'll be announcing it there first. 
Um, and I am working on an accompanying book to go with it that will be uh, both a workbook, but there's also, because I don't just take numerology and make it a separate issue, I really do try to incorporate incorporate it into uh, your mind and body. So there will be some information about how uh, the energy vibrations um show up in your physical body and different uh, foods and Ayurvedic things that you can do to kind of help support your energy. So all that's going to be in the book. I'm very excited about that. That'll be coming out around the same time as the um, online program. And uh, so again, all that will be uh, launched and available to everybody probably late November, early December. Do you have any workshops that you particularly do or do you host any events for your life coaching? I, I actually have um, been working. Well, I was hoping to do a retreat um, in in the spring of 2021, but I'm still a little hesitant about that only because I just don't know if um, people are going to be available to travel at that time. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I am. I actually do have a program that I have put together, but I just haven't decided how to um how to offer it to everyone. It's uh, a six week uh, program. If we do a mastermind style, which is what I'll probably end up doing, it'll all be online and uh, that'll be separate from the online course. Um, but yes, that's all going to be coming up early 2021. Wonderful. Well, Nazim, I want to thank you for joining me on this week's episode. I appreciate it. You brought so much insight into numerology and life coaching. And I really, I really enjoyed your take on everything. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Kyra. Thank you for everybody else. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Vibe Selection. Tune in next week. You can also follow me on Instagram at I am Kyra Mahoney. Or if you'd like to pick up any Vibe Selection merchandise, you can do so at www.teespring.com slash Vibe Selection. And also like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. See you guys next week. Thank you for joining Vibe Selection with Kyra. Come vibe out with us again next time and hear the latest on today's hot topics. Find us on Instagram at I am Kyra Mahoney or donate at www.patreon.com slash vibe selection.